0: Hi, I'm Kim Carson.
1: And I'm Peter Klein.
0: And this is We Had No Idea.
1: Episode 49.
0: (sighs) We come to you from Mokinsis and we acknowledge that we get the privilege of living and producing this show on the traditional territories of the Blackfoot Confederacy, the Tsitsunae Nations, the Yahe-Nakota Nations, the Métis Nation Region 3, and all people who make their homes in the Treaty 7 region of southern Alberta. You can find out what native lands you're on by looking at native-land.ca.
1: Our sources for the show today Sydney.edu.au, uh, au, history.com, nlm.nih.gov, mittpress.mit.edu.
0: Yeah, I got a lot of letter related mm-hmm. sources.
1: Mm-hmm. A lot of, um, what are those? Educational institutions, it would seem.
0: Yeah, it would seem.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would seem.
0: Wow. Uh, so thank you for uh, downloading, mm-hmm. coming back week after week. We love it. Thank you. We hope that you enjoyed our uh, our remote and on location uh, episode from last week. Yes. Uh, and sorry, we should have uh, maybe put a, a trigger warning on that one. Oh, yeah, maybe. But uh, it's in the past.
1: Mm-hmm. Can't yeah.
0: possibly be edited now.
1: We probably should have, but also I feel like... The The episode being on Jack the Ripper is warning mm. enough.
0: Yeah, okay, okay.
1: But you're right. No, we should have. Uh, this one I don't think will be a trigger for many people anyway.
0: I don't think so. No, I really don't think so.
1: We're talking about drugs, baby.
0: Let's go and smoke some weed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> God, I sound like I have. I have. I've never, actually, but I sound like I have today.
0: Uh, it's one of my most favorite things to... Um... Just get a little bit high on uh, April nineteenth every year. <laughs> and then not on April twentieth. We'll get a little bit high. <laughs> it's probably one of my one of my favorite things to do.
1: One of your favorite traditions.
0: Yeah, my favorite tradition. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So yeah, we're talking about the history of weed as uh, we record this very, very early on the morning of four twenty. So yeah. we thought it was very fitting to do um, to do a weed episode today. Mm-hmm. So, yes, thank you all for downloading, for subscribing. Um, I'm, I've been, while we've been doing this, I've been trying to think of weed puns. It's too early in the morning. Um, something like, some kind of like, thanks for coming back to our stash or something like that. But,
0: oh, um, if you don't listen to We Had No Idea, you're going to kind of miss out.
1: Oh, jeez. <laughs> all right, well, it's too bad we didn't make it to 50 episodes. We had a good run. But... <laughs> Next week is our 50th episode. Which is what it means for episode 49. You know, the you, next one is episode 50.
0: You marijuana start this podcast?
1: Okay. <laughs> I, I desperately, desperately do, but it's star- our, our notes here starts with Kim has a rant. So I kind of feel like... They I'm, do. I can't.
0: Okay, well, I will say this first. The use of cannabis originated in Central Asia, or Western China, and the first documented case dates back to 2800 BCE which is before Common Era, and we are now in Common Era, so it's safe to say that its use uh, happened over 4,000 years ago. Here is my rant about BC and AD, because I had to, uh, in in seeing this number of 2,800 BCE, I had to remind myself um, what they stood for and why. Uh, so I have the difference between BC and AD, the idea to count years from the birth of Jesus Christ was first proposed in the year 525 by Dionysus Exodus, a Christian monk standardized under the Julian and Gregorian calendars. The system spread through Europe and, Christian, and the Christian world uh, during the centuries that followed. AD stands for Anno Domini, Latin for in the year of the Lord, while BC stands for before Christ. My rant here is how did AD get a Latin name? Mm. And then they were like, and then there's just B.C. <laughs>
1: well, first off, I, for some reason, I thought A.D. was after death. Mm-hmm. um, As if there was just like this little like period in there where it was just like, yeah, we just didn't count years for a bit. Mm. Um, but also it's Latin for in the year of the Lord. And so I feel like just limiting that down to what is it? An acronym I feel like it'd be weird being, well, in the year 770, (laughs) I-T-Y-O-T-L.
0: Yeah, I guess, I guess. My rant was just that, like, that AD, um, sorry, that BC just got so gypped.
1: Mm. That's fair, yeah.
0: And then it gets shortened to BC when it's BCE. Mm Mm-hmm. And anyways, lots of, um, like, lots of academic texts, especially, like, more scientific ones. Yeah. Um... Have been changed from the A D B C to be B C E and C E.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, anyways, our story with weed starts way back in twenty eight hundred B C E. Yeah. Which is crazy. Uh, it's absolutely wild. Like I, you think of everything that evolves and what what was around four thousand years ago.
1: I wonder how they counted years back then.
0: I think similar to how did. we do. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because like. They weren't going, oh, yeah, this is 2800 before the Common Era.
0: Hmm, That's a really great point.
1: I know. Um,
0: Perhaps somebody with a history podcast should look into it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: maybe. Hopefully someone will. Anyway, you can continue.
0: Uh, All right. So, yeah, first use happened, uh, first documented use happened over 4,000 years ago. Uh, It was listed in the Emperor Shen Nung's pharmacopoeia
1: i saw that word and i was like no keep going
0: i feel like that's just a big book encyclopedia but pharmacy oh
1: yeah that makes sense actually
0: farm pharmacopoeia pharmacopoeia it's missing the (laughs) d uh nung is regarded as the father of chinese medicine and is credited with introducing acupuncture he was also known as the divine husbandman LOL. Wow. Therapeutic indications of cannabis are mentioned in the texts of the Indian Hindus, Assyrians, Greeks, and Romans. These texts reported cannabis to treat an array of different health problems, including arthritis, depression, amenorrhea, which is an absence of menstruation, inflammation, pain, lack of appetite, and asthma. The asthma, I thought, was kind of funny. I was like, (laughs) are you just gnawing on it? Right. You're not smoking it. Yeah. Right. Um, the ancient Hindus thought the medical benefits of cannabis were explained by pleasing the gods and some texts uh, attribute the onset of fever with the hot breath of the gods who were angered by the afflicted person's behavior. Okay. (laughs) Using cannabis in religious rites appeased the gods and hence reduced the fever. Recent scientific evidence provides an alternative explanation, which is that the tetrahydro cannabinol, or THC, acts on the hypothalamus to reduce body temperature. So it's just science, baby.
1: I love stuff like that from way back when. Like, they people 4,000 years ago, Uh like, they they have to learn everything. You know, we have computers. We have, like,
0: (laughs) we have... They have to learn everything. Yeah, like,
1: we have all these years now of scientific tests and studies and advancements and evolutions and all of this stuff. And they're just like, hey, man, a wheel would be sweet. And they come up with, like, all these great things with minimal scientific stuff. And there's a lot of brilliance in there. And then there's also, oh, yeah, this guy has a headache because the gods are breathing on him. Like, it's it's such a weird, like, yin and yang of just right. some scientific brilliance. And also, like, I don't know, man, fucking demons. It's, we figured you know. out that
0: putting a sail on a boat would help the boat go with wind. Yeah. But that lady over there is a witch.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, while Chinese people were the first to document the use of cannabis, uh, <laughs> they may also <laughs> have been the first to reject it as a socially acceptable drug. The rise of Taoism around 600 BCE brought with it a cultural rejection of intoxicants.
0: Did I say that right? Intoxicants, yeah, totally.
1: Yeah, okay. Uh, it doesn't sound like I no, it right. No, intoxicants
0: doesn't look right at all. No, it's probably it not a word. doesn't have a red squiggly line
1: under it. Oh, well, it must be good then. Huh. Uh, marijuana was then viewed as antisocial and derisively dismissed by one Taoist priest as a loony drug reserved for <laughs> shamans. The sentiment persisted into the modern era. To this day, marijuana struggles to disassociate itself with the history of opium in China,
0: marijuana, uh, which brings us to one twenty nine two hundred CE, when Gallen, or alias Gallinus, uh, and I read that name last night. So sorry, this Alanus alias Galenus person, mm-hmm. uh, used cannabis for its therapeutic properties and mood enhancement. They were like a, a philosopher and a, a a medicant. I think it said at the time, mm-hmm. um, Greek person. Uh, so, their name came up, and I happened to be reading the Throne of Glass series, uh, which has a character in it, uh, or named in it, named Aileen Galathinius. Oh. And I was like, what? Is that where the name comes from? And is Sarah J. Moss just a huge pothead? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, anyways, a fun little fact. And if yeah. you have a read Throne of Glass, it's pretty good. You should. Uh, anyways... <laughs> hashish a purified form of cannabis smoked with a pipe was widely used throughout the middle east and parts of asia after about 800 ce its rise in popularity corresponded with the spread of islam in the region the quran forbid the use of alcohol and some other intoxicating substances but did not specifically pinpoint the use of cannabis
1: as long as there's been religion there's been people looking for loopholes in religion (laughs) (laughs)
0: there's been people interpreting things and taking their own shit out of it man yes
1: yeah a lot of times negatively but i i I appreciate
0: this (laughs) um there is some like i did find a few other sources that said uh while the quran didn't specifically pinpoint cannabis um there was a lot of stigmas around it still Mm. uh and some uh some readers of the quran uh Felt that cannabis was in the realm of alcohol, so did forbid it. So it Uh, really was like a take what you want out of this.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, So even uh, with one... Even... So, uh, yeah, I guess I'll explain that more. So with one proponent, uh, theologian? Theologian? Because theology would be the study. Yeah. So if you were the person who studies it.
1: Theologian, I guess, yeah.
0: I thought it was theologist. Hmm. 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 Associated uh, marijuana with the Mongol Empire, and many upper class Muslims pushed for prohibition. The fear that marijuana uh, would. Sorry, that marijuana use would disrupt the labor force in the end. Uh, Some societies did tolerate marijuana use and turned a blind eye. Others, uh, such as Damascus in 1265 CE, embraced prohibition, and the hatred for marijuana and its uses continued.
1: Pope Innocent, (laughs) the. Eight?
0: Sorry. Five,
1: six, seven, eight. Yep. Yeah. Uh, issued a papal ban on... Papal ban. Papal ban on <laughs> I read cannabis. That and I was like,
0: God, that's pleasing to the eyes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Papal
0: in, ban on cannabis.
1: <laughs> in the first year of his papacy in
0: 1484.
1: Papacy. And... <laughs> <laughs> At the time, marijuana, along with other mind-altering plants, were being cultivated for medicinal and spiritual applications throughout Europe by pagans who were considered to be witches and sorcerers. There it is. The Christianity of Pope Innocent VIII, however, was predicated on a future fulfillment in the afterlife and a rejection of momentary pleasures or enlightenment, which I, sounds like he's really fun at parties.
0: Dude, I, I also hate fun. Just like yeah. Pope Innocent VIII. <laughs>
1: The pagans growing marijuana profoundly challenged this premise by promising spiritual enlightenment in the present with a plant grown right here on Earth. Pope Innocent VIII thus wanted, or wasted, sorry, no time in addressing this existential threat, declaring cannabis to be an unholy sacrament of the satanic mass. <laughs> <laughs> the pagans who cultivated it were persecuted into imprisonment, exile, or death. Whoa. The history of cannabis cultivation in America dates back to the early colonists who grew hemp for textiles and rope. Because it's a fast-growing plant that's hardy, easy to cultivate, and has many uses, hemp was widely grown throughout colonial America and at Spanish missions. In the early 1600s, the Virginia, Massachusetts, and Connecticut colonies required farmers to grow hemp. These early hemp plants had very low levels of THC, and were used more for their fibers
0: in 1841 william brooke o'shaughnessy introduced cannabis to western medicine after living in india he wrote of many therapeutic uses of cannabis including a case where it was used to stop convulsions in a child by the late 1800s cannabis extracts were sold in pharmacies and doctors offices throughout europe and the united states to treat stomach problems and other ailments scientists later discovered that thc was a source Of all of marijuana's magic, I mean medicinal properties, (laughs) as the psychoactive compound responsible for marijuana's mind-altering effects, THC also interacts with areas of the brain that are able to lessen nausea and promote hunger. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration has approved two drugs with THC that are prescribed in pill form, Marinol, and Sear uh, Syndrome to treat nausea caused by cancer chemotherapy and loss of appetite in AIDS patients.
1: In the United States, marijuana wasn't widely used recreationally until the early 1900s. It was immigrants from Mexico seeking refuge from the Mexican Revolution that brought the practice with them, shared it with Americans, and Americans were like, dope is dope.
0: This dope is dope.
1: (laughs) 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 And it became more recreationally widespread. But a short 30 years later, massive unemployment and social unrest during the Great Depression stoked resentment of Mexican immigrants and public fear of the evil weed because racism. Um, Consistent with the Prohibition era's views on all intoxicants, 29 states had outlawed cannabis by 1931.
0: Uh, Sorry, can I just read a quote that we had, um, uh, that I pulled from one of our sources? Yes. Uh, So... I'll just read it exactly. Um, But I really like the way that this was put because we see this over and over and over again with, um, you know, lots of things. Mm -hmm. But uh, kind of the story of weed is that people, you know, discover it or rediscover it. And they're like, oh, this is so great. Like, it's really helpful. It's really awesome. And then somebody's like, "Mm, you can't do that. Yeah. For whatever reason, somebody always is like, you can't do that. Um, So this quote that I pulled from one of the sources While unprecedented in its scope, the United States war on drugs was not the first of its kind. The reality is that marijuana has been controversial for almost as long as humans have been farming it. Many societies throughout history have banned cannabis cultivation and use. What many of these crackdowns and prohibitions have in common is social and economic inequality or a distrust of the unknown. When members of a minority or lower class embrace marijuana use, the ruling class moves to outlaw marijuana as a form of suppression and control. Marijuana is perceived to be a threat to the order of society, and stamping it out naturally begins with a prohibition on cultivation. Yeah. So I thought that I was like, wow, yeah. Like going through this research, it's like, oh, it was discovered in this and like everyone was happy with it and, you know, healed people and stopped convulsions in children. And then someone's like, no, no, you can't do that. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, anything that alters the mind is scary and terrifying. But totally. Let's just let children convulse then. Yeah. That's much less terrifying. Yeah. And there's yeah. Um, definite, obviously, with this one, as with everything in the United States for their entire history, uh, some ra- very racist overtones mm-hmm. going on with, you know, them damn immigrants and whatnot.
0: Yeah. The pendulum swings and you have an overcompensation one way, and then the pendulum swings back and you have an overcompensation the other way.
1: Yeah. Um, Also, in just kind of getting back to my whole, like, oh, wow, they had such great advancements but also were kind of stupid. Yeah. In 1936, the film Reefer Madness was released, demonizing cannabis as a highly addictive drug that caused mental disorder and violence. I
0: want to watch that movie so bad. The
1: movie warned parents that drug dealers would invite their teenagers to jazz parties Mm -hmm. and get them hooked on the reefer. So the Marijuana Act of of 1937 came into play. It was the first US federal law to criminalize marijuana nationwide. The act imposed an excise tax on the sale, possession, or transfer of all hemp products, effectively criminalizing all but industrial uses of plants. Farmer Samuel Caldwell, with a very 1930s name, totally. was the first person prosecuted under the act. He was arrested for selling marijuana on October 2nd, 1937. After the act was put in place on October 1st, 1937, <laughs> Caldwell was sentenced to four years of hard labor.
0: Damn. I fought the law and the, the law. <laughs> yeah. <one. laughs> Industrial hemp continued to be grown in the United States throughout World War II when its domestic cultivation was encouraged after the Philippines, a major source of imported hemp fiber, fell to Japanese forces. The last U.S. hemp... U.S. (laughs) U.S. hemp... (laughs) What a Freudian slip that was. The last U.S. hemp fields were planted in 1957 in Wisconsin. As part of the War on Drugs, the Controlled Substances Act of 1970, signed into law by Richard Nixon, (laughs) (laughs) repealed the Marijuana Tax Act and listed marijuana as a Schedule I drug, along with heroin, LSD, and ecstasy, with no medical uses and a high potential for abuse. It was identified in anti-drug programs like DARE.
1: Drug, abuse, resistance, education
0: as a gateway drug
1: could you imagine like again i've never done any of these but i i know enough to know that marijuana along with heroin lsd and ecstasy is very much a one of these things is not like the other.
0: yeah totally
1: um ugh, yeah anyway
0: <laughs> did you do dare
1: mm-hmm. did dare come to your school oh dare came to our school yeah i did not like I wasn't a member or anything like that but
0: They didn't just like come into your classroom for a day? Um they there were
1: signs around. I feel like we had dare presentations and stuff like that. Oh. Huh. Yeah. I I was I was always aware of them but
0: Yeah. I'm very regretful that I don't have my dare shirt anymore. I feel like it's mm. such a statement now. Yeah,
1: oh definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, the reason for the season. The origins of 420. This comes uh, from the fall of 1971, as a Coast Guard member who had planted a cannabis plant could no longer tend to the crop. Um, They did have time, however, to create a treasure map, supposedly leading (laughs) to the abandoned product. A group of students planned to meet at Louis Pasteur's statue outside their high school at least once a week to conduct a search. Their meeting time, 420, after practice, as they were all out. I don't know why that was relevant, but it's in there. Um, They never actually did find the cannabis, but... The treasure. um, Yeah. Oh, that's why you put that
0: there like that. Yeah, that's why I put that.
1: Say it again, because I know you want to.
0: They never did find the treasure.
1: I heard someone say measure like that. Measure. Measure. The term 420 was coined, allowing the high schoolers to discuss smoking pot without their parents or teachers knowing. Whether through the high school students' connections or the music scene, the group of treasure hunters became (laughs) friends or associated with the band Grateful Dead. Uh, On tour, when somebody passed the joint, they'd say, Hey, 420. So it started spreading. Through that community. So that is why 420 started.
0: Totally. There's actually a, an episode of Criminal that speaks with some of the high school students. Well, I mean, they're not high school students anymore.
1: Right. Uh, well, one but, of them is
0: he's had a very difficult time. Yeah. <laughs> Damn that math 30 peer. Yeah. Um, But yeah, Criminal has a great episode on this and they talk to some of these like high school kids that accidentally started 420. Um, Yeah, it's a great episode highly recommend
1: you you wish that they would be able to get like th- like there's absolutely now no way of like monetizing that but like they should be compensated for it right it's such a popular thing like they should have 420 like copyrighted or something
0: yeah so somebody should really do that yeah
1: there's my capitalist brain coming into play <laughs>
0: Capitalism worms have rot in my brain. In 1972, a report from the National Commission on Marijuana and Drug Abuse, also known as the Schaefer Commission, released a report titled Marijuana, a Signal of Misunderstanding. The report recommended partial prohibition and lower penalties for possession of small amounts of marijuana. Nixon and other government officials, however, ignored the report's findings. Eric Schlosser wrote for The Atlantic in 1994... Quote, police officers in Texas claimed that marijuana incited violent crimes, aroused a lust for blood, and gave its users superhuman strength. Rumors spread that Mexicans were distributing this killer weed to unsuspecting American school children.
1: That's always like, if there's whatever, it's like, oh, well, I mean, they're just giving drugs to kids.
0: I mean, honestly, if you're worried about people giving drugs to kids in America, like, why don't you just give more guns to kids? Because... (sighs) that's their answer for everything is it not there's a school shooting and they're like give teachers guns
1: just a drive-by on gun regulations
0: what a great way to put that
1: (laughs) (laughs) um there's a couple of things here that um admittedly i couldn't find any sources from so these are all unsubstantiated but um (laughs) one of the frustrating things about it is like you go through and it does kind of and this is like this sounds like I'm just promoting drug use now, but it really does seem like the marijuana plant is like kind of this magic thing. It's like, it helps with seizures, it helps with cancer patients, it helps people with AIDS. Do you have anxiety? Here's CBD oil. And by the way, it works at least for me. Um, th- like, there's just so many, they've turned it into lotions that just, like, help your body. Mm-hmm. It's really this magical thing, and because of how strict the war on drugs was, and how strict some of these things were, you couldn't even test it to see some of the me- medical benefits of it, um, in modern times. Like, there's, they were using it for rope. Uh, apparently you can make hemp plastics that are better for the environment. Like, mm-hmm. there's all these things, and it's just, we got so hung up on this, and one story that I've heard, admittedly, um, when I would listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, he's kind of a fan, so um, (laughs) he would talk about it a little bit, and one of the things that they said was that hemp paper was starting to become such a big thing, and one of the politicians back in the day had all of his resources in a paper mill, and he was like, oh no, marijuana's bad, look at the Mexicans, they're giving it to children and they're killing them, Mm -hmm. so we must ban all hemp things, and it's just like, it's this petty shit all the way along that has just kept... Uh, A plant that, yes, like, are there recreational uses for it? Of course there are, which, gasp. But also, like, there's so many great uses for this that could have been used for a long time now, and we could be even more advanced in this production. Who knows what it could help with? And instead, we're just like, oh, no, drugs are bad. And if you do drugs, you're bad.
0: Well, it's like like that quote I said, like, they stop... They start prohibition at cultivation. Like, you can't even grow it.
1: Right, so you can't, like... In theory, you can't even scientifically test it because where would you get it from? No. How would you have how 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 how?
0: Yeah, it would have been illegal.
1: Yeah. It's so and again, I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't care. I'm I've I've never done it. I don't necessarily plan on doing it.
0: Is that for your C B D Al.
1: Right, yeah, exactly. I, I meant for the recreational purposes. Oh, I'm okay, not like I see, I see. I'm not like a major pothead who's like, yeah, man, like just let it go. Like I just I, I <laughs> Super don't care, but it's ridiculous, like just objectively speaking,
0: uh-huh.
1: it's stupid. Uh-huh. Um, California, in the as my rant is over now, California in the Compassionate Use Act of 1996 became the first state to legalize marijuana for medicinal use by people with severe or chronic illnesses. Washington, D.C., 29 states, and the territories of Guam and Puerto Rico also allowed the use of cannabis for limited medical purposes. As of June 2019, 11 states and the District of Columbia have <laughs> legalized marijuana for recreational use. Colorado and Washington became the first states to do so in 2012. Adults can also light up without doctor prescription in Alaska, California, Illinois, Maine, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, Vermont, and Oregon.
0: I thought for sure both paragraphs that mentioned <clears throat> Massachusetts you were gonna make me read. Oh, and you just you just ran through them both, yep. boy.
1: No, you've got that one down. It's not even fun anymore.
0: <laughs> it's not even fun to hear you try. Yeah. Uh, in 2012, CBD shown to was shown to alleviate schizophrenia symptoms in patients uh, comparable to a conventional antipsychotic drug. 2016, Australia legalizes medical cannabis and its cultivation for medical purposes. 2017, CBD demonstrated to reduce sh- seizures in childhood epilepsy in a placebo-controlled trial. Uh, and on October 17, 2018, marijuana became legal in Canada when sold through regulated and tax businesses which is my big point to the benefit of mm-hmm. weed yeah and that is why make something illegal when it's one pretty harmless and two can be taxed like crazy yeah and make money for the government <laughs> like uh
1: according to a report in 2022 uh, cannabis has contributed $43.5 billion to Canada's gross domestic product and $13.3 billion to Ontario's since recreational pot was legalized in October of 2018.
0: That's insane. Yeah. That is insane.
1: Yeah. Just $43 billion just pulled out of thin air.
0: Exactly. That's wild to me. That yeah. is, uh, that I was not expecting a number that big. Yeah. Um, but you do see it like in Calgary, there's Everywhere. Every block basically has yeah. a weed store on it now. Uh, and since 2018, when it became legal, like, I've seen shops open and close and new ones open and close. <laughs> and, like, it's this huge industry now.
1: Yeah. No, it really is. And like I said, like, it just, it seems like the sky's the limit for some of the the benefits that this can actually have for people. And like I said, like, I, I have definitely seen the benefits of it. CBD oil, uh, again... I don't want to say, oh, it helps with everyone, because everyone's anxiety Everybody is different. Everybody
0: is different. Yes.
1: But it's helped me immensely. hmm And the thought that it just wouldn't be there is fucking insane.
0: Yeah. So thank you, Shen Nung, for... Right, Yeah for first documenting the use of cannabis and how great it can be.
1: Yes, thank you to him for documenting that and uh, a giant fuck you to racist politicians who have kept it away from people for so long.
0: Yeah, and also Pope Innocent the fucking 8th get banned.
1: Right. <laughs> the 6th was always my favorite anyway. Take that.
0: Yeah, you know what? I
1: shouldn't just throw that out there. He could have done some awful things. That's that's okay, a, that's, yeah, a, that's a dangerous to... that's a dangerous game to play. <laughs>
0: Um, okay, well, thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, have a happy 420 if you're into that, and have mm-hmm. a happy 420 if you're not into that, too. Right.
1: Happy 420 or April 20th.
0: I yeah. Agree. Great. Love it. Yeah. Uh, you can send us an email if you would like. We had no idea podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at we had no idea podcast, and you can message us on there. You can like our shit. You can, I don't know.
1: That's pretty much. Be
0: on Instagram.
1: Yeah, it's pretty much the, the max <laughs> interaction. <laughs> You can message no, you us or mind. you can like it.
0: Yeah, I'm at the limit of what you can comment. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family. We appreciate uh, everyone listening uh, for over a year. Love it. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week.
1: Yeah. Bye.
0: Bye. You want to go to a jazz party and get high? <laughs>
1: I don't want to catch that reef for madness, the man. Reef for
0: madness.
1: <laughs> Jazz party. <laughs>